Hello, a warm welcome to you. I am Jude Ibemiri, a Nigerian writer based in Lagos, Nigeria. I will be sharing with you my short fiction story titled From the Mainland to the Island. The title of my short fiction story is From the Mainland to the Island. Ibie Modesta leaned slightly away from the brown leather seat of the taxi she was in. She was at the back seat. She glanced down at her wristwatch. It was 7.30 a.m. She leaned back. She trust top cab will get her to her workplace on Broad Street, Lagos Island, on time before 9 a.m. She was on an unfamiliar territory. She had been working as a marine engineer at Iroko Energy Company for three years now. This was the few times she was making use of a ride hailing service. If she really set her mind to it, she could count the number of times she was making use of the service on her fingers. She bets five of her fingers will be uncounted. Her personal car had developed some faults some days back. It was now with Emeka, her mechanic. She hoped Emeka would meet up with the one-week repair time frame he had given her. She can't wait to get back into the familiar territory of her car. Of course, so far, she had been impressed with the service of top cab. She glanced out of the cab window in time to see machine and nature walking side by side in synergy. They were now on top of the concrete made bridge on the Oshodi to Apapa Expressway that connects Coconut Bus Stop and East Envaros to the Tinkan Island Seaport. Slowly and surely, two indigenous green and white sturdy tugboats owned by the Nigerian Port Authority, MPA, assisted and guided their big brother, a container vessel from another nation, to bath safely and discharge her wares. The tugboats, one at the front end of the container vessel, the bow, and the other at the back end of the container vessel, the stern. Both tugboats, they pushed 
the large container vessel inward. To one of the bath or Tinkan Island seaports. The waters from the Atlantic cooperating with them and providing them the leverage for a successful batting. A barge with three or four 20 feet container, if she had counted where, where. On its long rectangular shaped flat bottom extensive structure swam past the batting ships. The barge should be on its way to Onisha River Ports to discharge its waste. The containers were taken from either the Apapa Seaport or the Tinkan Island Seaport. The barge will get to Onisha, a commercial nav center in the east, to discharge these containers for onward distribution to its owners over there in the southeast or the south-south region. Over the years, there had been a massive upgrade of the infrastructural facilities of the nation's seaport. With much attention given to the seaports of Lagos that include the Tinkan Island Seaport and the Apapa Seaport. Of course, other ports like the Honest Seaport in River State, which was her state of origin, the Wari Seaport in Delta State and Co. were also upgraded. However, all eyes were expected to be on the seaport of Lagos, which was the busiest seaport in the country. This was a record the Lagos seaport have had over the years, even to this year, 2026. They had just cruised past the Tinkan Island port on their way to Apapa to link to Ijora. Though the roads were filled with cars this particular Tuesday morning, there was no traffic hold up. There was no articulated trucks blocking the highway as they used to do in the past. The few trucks on the road making their way to the large gates of the seaport must have been electronically called up to either pick up their way at one of the ports or to return an empty container. All was organized and in order. Modesta glanced at the clock on the blue lit dashboard of the taxi. It was 7.55 a.m. Now, was it her or what? It seemed Top Cab was not going as fast as she would have loved it to. She was not a speed freak. She just wished Top Cab would go a little bit faster. She would have loved to inform the driver to increase his speed a little bit. 
however she will be unable to do so. There was no human driver to negotiate with. Top cab actually stick to a particular speed limit. However, had it been there was a human driver, it would have been very easy to negotiate with a human driver than negotiating with a computer. Human will have been more understanding and accommodating, but a computer, she fixed her gaze on the blue lettered wordings on the center of the black steering wheel of the taxi she was in. It read, Autonomous Mode. This was the second time she was on the robo taxi. And it took lots of persuasion from her friend Nena for her to try this autonomous car. She succumbed at the end and decided to patronize the robot taxi. Hmm, maybe she was just feeling bored. As they say, time flies when one is having fun or not feeling bored. Top cab, she called that. To the autonomous taxi. Hello, Modesta. How can I be of help to you? The male sounding computer voice was crisp and clear. Switch on the radio and tune to Lead FM. Lead FM coming through. Ben Joshua's baritone voice on the Good Morning Nigeria sh- show sipped from the stereo and occupied the luxury interior of the taxi she was in, keeping her company. She smiled when she heard the voice of her favorite OAP. Witty, informed, handsome. She knew Ben Joshua was handsome. From her search on the internet. Ben Joshua was one on air personality. She would have liked to meet over a drink and get to know him better. Once or twice, she had wanted to call into his program and contribute. She was just shy. A day will come. She is sure of that. A day will come when she will pluck up the fruit of courage from some imaginary tree of fearlessness and make that call. She giggled, shook her head, and dipped her hands into her large designer bag perched beside her and brought out her Android phone. Once more, Engineer Badmoss, the voice of Ben Joshua continued. 
Thank you for joining us here on the Good Morning Nigeria show. Ben, it's a pleasure having me here. Modest, Modesta's eye, Modesta's eyes widened in surprise. Her hands froze some inches away from the touch screen of her Android phone. My! Is she here, right? Her boss, engineer Ola Badmos, founder and CEO of Iroko Energy Company, was live on Lead FM. Wow! Top cab. Yes, Modesta. Increase the volume a bit. Okay, Modesta. She wondered what time his boss got to the studio of the radio station. Did he sleep over at Lead FM the previous night? She smiled and shook her head at her train of thought as she tapped her touch screen, clicking her way into her email. Engineer Badmos, tell us about the OTEC technology that your company is well known for. Her boss gave a short laughter. Once more, thank you for having me here, Ben. OTEC, O-T-E-C stands for Ocean Thermal Energy Conversion. This is a technology which involves getting useful energy from the ocean. Shed more light on this. The enthusiasm in Ben Joshua's baritone voice was conspicuous. She sends the, into the, the enthusiasm in the voice was genuine and not fake. For the listeners, everyone would love to listen to this novel OTEC technology that have revolutionized power supply in the city of Lagos and contribute to ensuring the steady uninterrupted power supply in the commercial capital of Nigeria. Engineer. Ola Badmos delved into his passion, preaching the gospel of the OTEC technology. Most of the electricity we use is from heat engines of some kind. A heat engine is a machine that cycles between two different temperatures, one hot and one cold. For example, in a steam turbine, coal heats water to make hot high pressure steam, which is then allowed to expand and cool down to a lower temperature and pressure. Pushing a piston and turning a wheel as it does. The greater the temperature difference between the hot steam and the cooled water vapor it becomes, the more energy that can be extracted. This is where OTEC comes in. It uses the temperature difference 
between the hot surface of the ocean and the cooler deeper layers of the ocean water to drive a heat engine interesting very interesting tell us more about iroko's otec plant our otec plant is an open cycle system of mechanism it is located offshore those of us using the third mainland bridge will be conversant with our plant the plant consists of large pipes and a turbine at the surface of the ocean hot seawater is turned to steam by reducing its pressure knowing that liquids can turn to its gaseous state either when the temperature is raised or its pressure is reduced the generated steam is used to drive the turbine and generate electricity the steam is then condensed back to water using cold water pumped up from the ocean depths the electricity generated is transported ashore through a cable to our plants over there in echo atlantic city wonderful wonderful some of the generated electricity are added to the national grid right ben joshua asked very true ben at present we are supplying 20 megawatts to the national grid 20 megawatts you say 20 megawatts however we aim to do more we look forward to seeing more of this offshore OTEC plants on our shores at Dinabadmos. Definitely. We have ongoing projects. We will definitely inform Nigerians of the latest of the ocean terminal energy conversion technology. We eagerly look forward to that. Thank you for coming to Lead FM, Medina Padmos. Thanks for having me, Ben. To our beloved listeners, thank you for taking your time to listen to Medina Padmos. We will be right back after the commercial break. Stay tuned. Modesta was solely distracted by a kaleidoscope of colors that flashed at the periphery of her visual field. She glanced sideways. It was a sharp holographic image of a model. At the starting of the third mainland bridge. The model was advertising a product with all smiles and swag. They were now approaching the snake-like third mainland bridge. That was when she saw the silver plant out there on the Atlantic Ocean. The rays of the early morning sun bounced Of the silver structure 
at first sight it looked like a offshore oil drilling rig like the ones in her home state river state being a marine engineer she knew that was not an oil rig she will know because her company iroko energy company were the ones that built the OTEC plant she was now looking at. The OTEC plant was on a floating platform. Take away those metallic mazes and cranes found on a typical oil rig and replace it with a large dome-like silver metallic structure and one would have captured an image of an OTEC plant. Inside those water-resistant domes were different large pipes, generators, turbines, diffuser, evaporators. She always felt a sense of accomplishment, seeing one of her fruits of her labor every working day of her life. At 26 years, this was a feeling that ran deep. They were now on Broad Street, Lagos Island. The streets were filled with people and cars, all in a hurry off to the workplace. A white bullet train on the monorail overhead that linked Lagos Island to Okokomaiko on the mainland screeched past her almost at a lightning speed. Top cab stopped in front of the Triple Toa building, a 32-floor skyscraper building. She glanced down at her wristwatch. It was 8.35 a.m., just at the nick of time. She placed her Android back in her bag. Do have a great day, Modesta. Thank you. She disembarked, having paid for her fare even before Top Cab took off. She glanced up at the building. Her company's office was on the 22nd floor. She wondered if her boss, Engineer Ola Badmos, had got into the office. Or maybe he was on his way to a national TV station to talk to Nigerians about the OTEC technology. I am Jude Ibimiro. Thank you for the time.